0: Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky stable stars. The excitement really starting to build on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah,
1: welcome to Behind the Gates for another week. Uh, looking forward to Ramwick today. Looking forward to uh, 2024 rolling over. But between now and then, we've got a few winners to back and a bit of form to discuss. Darren Flindell already out there at Ramwick. Or actually, I'm tipping he might be at home uh, because it's a short walk. From your base to uh, the broadcast box there at Randwick, Darren Flindell, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, Luke. Uh, you got that right. It'll be a short walk a little bit uh, later. And um, and the weather's a bit more pleasant today as well. I think we're expecting about a high of 24, so I think that's just about right. Keep us uh, cool and calm.
1: Absolutely, mate. Uh, gee, there was an uproar earlier when we were previewing Ramwick and your selections weren't available huh. due to that technical glitch in the system. Oh, they're,
0: they're a horror, aren't they? Yes, the uh, technical glitches, yes. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, the tips were sent last night. They were still sitting there in the, in the outbox this morning, so I'm not really sure why.
1: Yeah, as I said, technical glitch. Um, it happens, mm. it happens. Uh, mate, how does this card look?
0: Oh, uh, challenging! I look. I, I don't mind it, but I don't want to get too carried away. I've been getting hammered at the last couple of meetings, and I've been going in very confident as well. So, I'm just sort of pulling it back. I want to get through the meeting and just survive.
1: Hammered in what sense? After the meeting, or?
0: <laughs> no, I mean I, I just I just haven't been able to find winners. Yeah. Yeah, been um, like th- there's been one or two there, but when you start playing quaddies and you just get completely wiped out like Lady Shenanigans the other day, <laughs> Noble Soldier before that, there's just one every meeting that you say, and you just sit back and say, well, I just couldn't have possibly had it. What can mm. I do?
1: No, I get it. Uh, yeah, you're spot on. Uh, mate, it's been a, a big year, uh, another successful year behind the binoculars for yourself. Any particular highlights? Um, obviously, we said goodbye to the big A Anna Moe, um, he was great uh, in the earlier part
0: of the year, but um, it's been a big 2023. I'd say one of my favourite races of the year was the the seven stakes when Think It Over. Kerry Parker's horse, partnered by Nashua Willer, got up right on the line uh, for that heart-stopping victory, having been off the scene for so long. Uh, with all the injuries that he's had. But I think it was the ride of Nash, the way he desperately rode it out, and the and the will to win, I'll think it over. That, that was one of the highlights.
1: Yeah, what a, what a beauty he is. I spoke to Kerry Parker this morning. He told me that he's back in work, uh, which is exciting. It'll be great to see him back at some stage, uh, one of our real uh, stars here. Uh, Brad Davidson will be with us soon. He's just finishing up some Queensland radio commitments, and Andrew Hurley continues to enjoy...
0: Uh, a break over the Christmas period, Darren. <laughs> Continues to enjoy, <laughs> yes. Uh, on a personal note, I have to say the highlight was Dalalat racking up another city win there a couple of weeks ago. And on uh, next week, we'll see if we can squeeze one more out of him as he takes on a, a benchmark 88 over 1,200 at Ramwick.
1: Yeah, exciting. I can't remember if I berated you at the time for this or not, but um, I was a little disappointed with the the lack of vigour late in the call. I thought you might really lift when he when he was uh, hitting the front,
0: Darren Dallala. Oh, I was also spotting contemporary working into the clear, uh, storming home. Now, I think you um, you don't want to mock yourself or, or go <laughs> yeah. too early. I, I think I know the horse well enough now. He's got that really good sprint for about 125 metres, and then he's sort of all out the last little bit, so I'm always worried about him getting ambushed on the post. Text here, uh, g'day, is there a behind-the-gates
1: multi today? No, there is not. There is not a multi today, unfortunately. Uh, Our traders, some of them, are away, and therefore no multi can be uh, created. Um, uh, So it'll be back in the new year. It'll be back uh, in the new year, the Behind the Gates multi. Brad Davidson is back. He's on the line for Behind the Gates again. How are you, Daveo? Yeah,
2: morning, guys. Uh, Morning, Darren. Morning, Luke. Morning, everyone. Um, Yeah, I hope everyone's had a a great Christmas. A better one than me. I've been... uh, sort of in my bunker the last three or four days with COVID. So that's been, oh. uh, that's oh, been no. fun, just down the bottom of the house in the old little rock room as people look like I'm under a freeway, they say, when um, when I go on <laughs> Sky One there on a Friday morning. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've just been hanging out with myself. And, uh, yeah, it's been plenty of form done and not much else, really. So
3: uh, isn't,
0: it, isn't it funny? It's something I think we'd all sort of put out of our minds for so long now. And all of a sudden, I can't believe how many people I know are coming down with it in the last uh, six weeks or so
2: yeah it's certainly come back around has not it so i'm just trying to do the right thing and, and isolate and um, i'm through the worst of it so I'm, I'm definitely two days ago I just a brain fog you know you just you couldn't basically sit up so i was trying to lay in bed and and do the form but um now we're uh, sort of back to back to just a yeah, really a head cold so getting out the other end of it and uh looking forward to today's meeting
1: well, I'm glad you're okay, mate, and, and speedy to recovery, because there's nothing worse, guys, um, than being sick, and when you don't have your health, it mm. really puts life into perspective, and uh, I know a lot of, you know, people do it tough out there, and you don't know. Um, a lot of people are fighting their own private battles, and uh, certainly uh, COVID has been a part of our lives, a, a pretty ordinary part of our lives. Um I mean, Darren, when we think back to those two years uh, being locked up and uh, was it overkill at the time? Maybe, but we just did our best with what we knew at the time. It was a a weird period. Um, But I just encourage everyone, stay safe out there. Look after yourself, particularly over the Christmas period. Nothing worse than being crook over Christmas.
0: Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I think we've just got to be mindful of uh, the... Yeah, you know, the precautions that we were taking in the height of it—that we've just really got to be aware of, just being a bit careful these days. And what have you
1: been doing down there in the Den Davo all by yourself? Is it—is it nice and warm down there? It looks uh, just due to the sort of design with the the rocks, etc. <laughs> it looks a little bit be a bit cool. I would have thought in wintertime.
2: Yeah, it's not too warm, which is good. But there's no real blind, so I was up at five a.m. yesterday, and uh, the day before, when I was really feeling, I slept till two p.m. So the light didn't bother me that day. I just couldn't get out of bed. Like, I was just that tired that I just, I tried to get up, do form, and then I just straight back to bed. So back to sleep till two. And then, and then yesterday up at 5 a.m. and wasn't tired at all. So that was strange. And then, um, and then, yeah, got an okay, nice sleep last night. But I've just been basically doing the form and, um, and then watching a, watching a odd movie and, Things like that, but, uh, but yeah, just been using it to sort of catch up after after Christmas um, and and do some form when I can, so sort of, when I got the concentration. But now I'm pretty good now, so yeah, it's all good.
1: How have you been eating, mate? Has the kelsonator been dropping off uh, the delivery down there? Have you, have you seen? <laughs> oh, it's
2: funny have you... Because I'm, I'm down the bottom, so I'm keeping well away. So every now and then, Kelson's on the on the level above. I just, I just hear this, this noise and this drop something down. So I've got like a pack of chips or I've got a, a bottle of water. <laughs> Um, so, oh, yeah, Jeez. So I'm brushing my teeth in the old garden down here. It Feels like camping. So, it's, um, it's the old school camping. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I've, uh, I've got my food for the day, and I've got my Gatorade. So, I'm, I'm doing all right. I've got a half a bottle of water left, Until I got to reach here for another one. So, I'm doing all right.
1: Jeez, this is uh, <laughs> this is rough,
2: Darren. <laughs>
0: Oh, sounds like he's in solitary in a prison.
1: I know, Davo. Uh, they get better treatment in there uh, than the great man's getting at the moment. Packet of chips uh, just to survive on. Do your best. Um, well, mate, I'm glad you're feeling better. Can we? Uh, can a tonic be Ramwick today? Yeah.
2: The, uh, it's an interesting meeting, isn't it? Um, it's going to be, uh, look, a lot of small fields, isn't it? With, uh, with probably a lack of speed, I, I heard you talking about yesterday on the on the panners, panners panel, Luke, is... Is that, that's the query. You know, there's a few favourites that are like, gee, I've been waiting for you like Louisville to get out to 1600 metres, but then you're going to get back and they just like they're going to absolutely crawl. So then I'm a little bit wary at the, at the same time. But look, I still think there's some bets on the program. It's just sort of maybe playing a, a little bit wider and, um, yeah, and, and looking for those that maybe each way odds perhaps.
0: Jeez, that horse, Louisville, hasn't he got the most ungainly action uh, about him? The moment they turn for home and he's placed under pressure, he gets that head high up in the air, he wants to lay in. Uh, not an easy ride at all, he, he makes you feel very nervous. He's a tease, I reckon. Mm. It was funny, I was watching him uh, one day, I think it was... It must have been three starts back when when Nash was on him. He, he looked to be sort of going nowhere, and then in the zone where it was permitted to, to pull the stick and really use it, he, uh, then the horse really responded. Uh, he thought, right, there was no more fooling around once he felt that stick. Exactly.
1: Uh, let's talk about it first, guys, because um, he is favourite. He's three dollars. Dave, I mentioned the lack of pace, and it's yeah, there's just nothing doing. Stone Coat goes to the top. Uh, Tara Shock probably sits off him. Uh, maybe Crafty Eagle could roll forward, but other than that, you're, you're dealing with a field of back markers. So, um, can he still overcome this hurdle, Davo, Louisville?
2: Well, I was looking early on and having a look at his sort of starts and thinking, is there any chance they could push forward with that lack of speed? And then I just looked at it and I went, I just don't think he has the speed, does he? You know, it's not not a normal sort of go with the stable, and, and he also doesn't look to have that tactical speed early. So, it's a worry isn't it? I mean, generally the, the three metre rails is a fair rail, but the fact that he's going to be sort of, you know, four off them and they're going to be sprinting home, it's a concern, I still have to put him on top because I, I think he's just been crying out for the mile for the last couple of starts that he gets there now and Stonecote, who looks the one to get the soft lead, he is first up at a mile and, you know, I don't think he's a star, that's for sure, so uh, I, I've just got to go Louisville, but I think Stonecoach probably, you know, you could probably play him the place or, or something like that. I think he might be the safe way to go in the race because he looks to get the stop lead and give a really good kick and, and have that tough day ward out and I Adrian. Mean, but Polish, is amazing, guys. I mean, how many of their horses have that attribute? That I, I don't know what, how they do it, how they train it into them. But how, how many times do we see it in races where they're the leader, they look on, and they just fight off the canvas and win? and and he could just do that again today. You know, they just—they just got this amazing knack to get a, a neck behind and then to find arm length and, and, we, and just, just uh, you can't go past them.
1: I think it's a mixture of a few things. Uh, Fitness? That, yeah. They're well fed, they're well trained, and they're well bred. Tough, tough, fit. Tough, fit. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's like, like the uh, Origin footballers. They, they get to the 80-minute mm. mark, and they can just keep lifting and finding and finding because they're yep. the elite, you know.
2: Yeah, maybe there's something in that, you know, because obviously they train that real speed into them early. So maybe that's that toughness, you know, that real up and go and, and you know, you're not going to get past me sort of, you know, run through a brick wall sort of mentality. Maybe there's something in that with horses, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how many times I'm just like, when you got one looming up to a waterhouse and bot runner and you just know, even if you have half a, half a length in front, you're in trouble here. Mm.
1: Let's, let's channel Gay and Adrian into 2024, Darren. Just keep lifting, keep
0: fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, JLW, jump, lead, win. Yeah, and fight. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to go with Stone Coat as the, as the on-top pick in the race. The fresh record's good and just looks to get an, an uncontested lead. And in, I'll probably uh, just see if the, if the track is, is, is favouring on pace, now that it's really drying out. It's still a soft five there at the moment. I tipped Miracle Spin first up and I I knew at the time I was probably making a mistake. First up over 1,400 metres was just going to be too sharp for it and from barrier 11, the outside it got back and was doing its best in the straight and ran on quite well, not as well as Louisville there in that race but I'm just going to give it one more chance here, Miracle Spin, uh, with Jason Collett sticking solid there. He's been on it this last three, so that's four in a row now for for Jay Collett today. So I'm going with Miracle Spin over Louisville. Um, thought hide your heart ran really well last time. I put it in the numbers and stone coat as well, but a little each way go on, on Miracle Spin.
1: Uh, Nick from Newcastle uh, says, Get well, Davo, uh, which is nice of him, um, and also said, Boys, thoughts on Crafty Eagle in race six as well. So, uh, Darren, did you have anything to say about him?
0: No, I was really disappointed in that last run uh, at Ram. He just got back and never really improved. Um, no, I, I, I thought there was more in the run in that same race from Miracle Spin than I saw at a Crafty Eagle. Dobo, anything to add?
2: It was disappointing last start, but I think he's a better horse than that. We saw that first up when he caught the best last 200 of the the, the meeting there and, and just found that the trip too short. So I think the suits. I think his key is how he gets out of the gate. If he jumps okay, he's actually shown tactical speed in the past and he might be one that can roll forward and sit outside Stone Coat. From there, I think he's a terrific chance if he can show his best. So I think a lot depends on how he jumps. Sometimes he can be a little bit tardy out and then all of a sudden he's on the back foot and having the same issue as Louisville. But disappointing last start, but if he can overlook that, he, he's definitely got talent.
1: That's race number six, guys. Uh, we go to race four next. Uh, listener text in about Keenan. Um, I'm liking Keenan today in race four. Is the weight and barrier reason we could get over $4? Thought it would be shorter. Old mate from you minor. So uh, 390 at the moment, tab.com.au. Yes, he's got the weight, but I think he's certainly good enough, Darren, here to be in the finish.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it would be uh, competitive. Uh, Keenan, and no doubt with Hippo on, he'll be pushing forward and in all likelihood leading. I have to say, watching the progression of John O'Shea's three-year-old Sydney Bowler, I like the way it's been going about its business, Being Fire Tribe and the Maiden at Newcastle. Looks good form now. It was a good winner there on Tuesday, Fire Tribe at Randwick. But the way he rounded them up from well back in the field, and, and so he should, I guess. He was an odds-on favourite in a benchmark 64. But I thought he just finished off like a horse with a bit of quality about him, Sydney Bowler. And I'm going to go with him. So once again, I've got Jay Collard in the frame. Sydney Bowler to beat Keenan. Uh, Dazzle legend, certainly deserves plenty of respect. Uh, it'll run well. And the other on my short list was King of Dubai. I think King of Dubai would be well-positioned in the run.
2: Found it a really challenging race. Um, I went with Keenan, but not with a lot of confidence. My concern with him is he's only a small horse, so the 59 might be more of an impost for him than, say, a lot of others just because of his stature. But we talked about the Waterhouse and my team, how they get their horses tough as nails, and he did a really good job in his first prep to, to win that maiden on the Kenzo, go out in the stakes race at, uh, at Randwick and run third behind Mumbai Muse uh, in the Brian Crowley, and Mumbai Muse went down south, and... Uh, won a race there during the carnival the Red Roses at Flemington so look uh, I think he's got the right form yeah I, I look I think there's probably six chances in the race though so um, I think he will probably get over $4 I thought 10 Metallic Ruler might be the sort of best rough Blinker's first time gelded don't mind his form line's last preparation um, looks to get a good run and uh, he probably looks the, the value at sort of 8.50 but um yeah I think you could make a case for Sydney Bowler who probably hasn't done a lot on the clock but As Darren said, it's been all style and uh, home track, and I just think his late strength's going to hold him in really good style here, and he's going to be very strong late, and there's a few others there. House of Cards looks an improver. King of Dubai can be thereabouts, and um, you know, Dazzle Legends also got to be in the mix. So, tricky little race, but um, I'll I'll stick with Keenan, but not with a great deal of confidence, that one.
1: All right, that's race number four, guys. Um, House of Cards interested me. Just... You know, the way he powered home last start, I think he's going to appreciate two things. He's going to re- appreciate Ramwick and 1300. So in a race where, you know, three-year-olds going up against each other,
0: I think anything goes, Darren. It was good to see him do that at Kembler, uh, first up, in that super maiden. And the times are good, the money was there uh, for him. But of course, it was a very, very winnable race. Uh, there that day. I I was sort of following him in his first preparation uh, perhaps this cult has improved a bit well, Michael Friedman when he uh, gets them back, his uh, first up strike rate's incredible uh, this season
1: Yeah absolutely, great trainer Darren
2: he's, he's phenomenal isn't he, he's one of the rising stars um, I think him mm. and Nathan Doyle have really shown the last couple of weeks You know, Nathan's what, trained three city winners from a handful of runners and Michael just keeps on winning races everywhere with horses and Um, Not only that first up record, but his stats overall are just the last sort of year, two years are just uh, phenomenal. He's done a a terrific job and uh, you're just sort of putting an extra tick next to everything he trains at the moment because, um, yeah, they're just running a lot better than market expectations.
0: I think it's probably taken him a a while to sort of find his own feet, Uh, Michael, sort of coming back from the stint overseas and then the partnership with his brother, but now he's been able to build his own operation and do it his way. And I think now you can see as time goes on uh, that, uh, yeah, Michael's really in the zone now. Yeah, well said, Darren.
1: A few texts here, guys. I'll, re- I'll read them out. Uh, Michelle Ndubo says, guys, I want to throw a few value bets out there. Sydney race One, number three, powerful peg. And uh, number five, elusive jewel, both each way. Yeah, good on you, Michelle. Thanks for, for that note. Uh, One listener here suggesting uh, get on Grabini, No name on that one. We'll talk about that race next. Uh, That's race number seven. And an Eagle Eye listeners sent this one uh, through. Bruno in Shell Harbour. Hi boys. I see in race eight the half sisters are against each other. Bubba's Bay and either or. I wasn't aware that They were half-sisters, Bruno, so um, well spotted. And Cranky Old Bear says...
0: I I love that name. (laughs) It's a beauty. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) The bear. Long live the Cranky Old Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Darren gets a kick out of this
1: one. Um, If Davo tips a hat full of winners, it might be back down to the bunker next week. So if it's successful, Davo, apparently you're getting banished down there again permanently.
2: Oh, there you go, there you go. Now, well, I, do, I do my work any here most weeks i well. I'm, yeah, a, a lot of the times in the morning doing the scratching and that. But, uh, yeah, i like to stay here permanently, perhaps.
1: What is it, the Davo Den or the bunker? Have you got a name for it down there?
2: It's called the old dungeon, I think. The dungeon. It. It's, just, uh, <laughs> oh. it's, just, um, it's just a rock wall and people yeah, people say it looks like I'm in a cave somewhere or under the freeway, so it's definitely an unusual room, that's for
1: sure. The Davo Dungeon. Any chains down there, Davo?
0: No. no. <laughs> Maybe someone could probably just drop in and give you a carton of uh, water, twenty-four bottles would probably be appreciated. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that'll that'll do something. Something. A couple of beers, a couple of non-alcoholic beers would be
1: great. Do you know what you need for needed for Christmas? Just a little bit of artwork to put on the wall. Just so it might jazz it up a little bit when you're on the air, Dave-o. A bit of artwork.
2: Yeah, that's true. But I like the natural look. You know, the rock. It, it feels like I'm it feels like I've lived longer than I have. You know, the rock's been around since yeah. sixteen.
1: Hey, what's your favourite uh, rock? Oh, no
2: idea. Boulder,
1: or are you like a little stone, or the pebble, or cobblestone? What's the favourite rock?
2: Uh, normally I'd come up with some smart answer, but uh, my brain's not quite there at the moment. That's um, all right. That's all right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the normal rock <laughs> We got
1: the we got the Davo rattle, Darren.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're up talking about rocks. I was trying to think about that um, um, the, our early crow from last week. <laughs> Yeah, I finally I was... remembered it. Right.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll get to those a bit okay. later. Um, mm. I'm kind of I'm, I've got to say, of all my crows for the year, I'm pretty proud of my one from last week. Uh, we'll we'll get to that later. But as promised, uh, the Grabini race, guys. Race seven, the Marubra Mile. He's the 250 favourite, Dave. Oh, I mean, he, he deserves to be. There's no doubt. Uh, he deserves to be favourite. Um, this is just a race where. Honestly, uh, throw me in the gates. I'll lead them. There is no pace. There is absolutely no early speed here.
2: Yeah, and I think it's an opportunity for somebody to have a crack. And I spoke to to Michael Friedman about excellent proposal. I said, any sort of thoughts about pushing the button and maybe rolling forward? And I think it's something they're considering. We'll see if there's sort of a a change of tactics there. But um, I think if they do, I think he's the the better of the day here easily. Um, His run last time was... Better than Grabini's, there's no doubt about it. Um, you you've matched them up, and he's had to go right back, and he's taking lengths off Grabini late. He makes him better at the weight. Uh, I think if he goes forward and, and sits in front of Grabini, oh, gee, I think he's clearly the better of the day at six dollars fifty. Really keen on him today, and um, I'm happy enough to take on Grabini. I just thought he was given the absolute best ride you'll see by Tara McAvoy last time out. He he missed the start. McAvoy hunted him up, got him into the race. He, tent in races. I talk about it time and time again. McAvoy did exactly that. Put him in the race, got him out, set his momentum up and he's fallen in to a degree. Um, I I thought he was risky today because he just got every favour the other day and he still does too much wrong. So in the small field if he misses it again and gets into an awkward spot and there's excellent proposal coming across and maybe sitting outside of Substantial who I thought might lead, um, then I I thought... uh, I thought he was a terrific hope. I thought that last run was run-of-the-day stuff. And I think uh, now that I am I know that they're considering going forward, if we get that change of tactics, gee, I think the 650 is a great bet.
0: Here, I'm uh, a little discombobulated. As you know, I've been tipping excellent proposal at each run through at $81, $51 and 81 again last time. And, God, I was filthy <laughs> watching it savage the line late. <laughs> thought, oh... This would have been a great result just to get up and run third there. I wanted to go with it again today, and I was just worried about this outside draw, thinking if it's going to get back in this slow run race. But um, I wasn't sure whether this horse had that pace to go for, but now you brought it up, uh, Brad. It's, it's making, me, making me wonder, since there is yeah. no speed there, whether they oh. might just give this a try. And yeah. for the amount of money there's been for it, that suggests to me that they are going forward.
2: Yeah, I think he's, you know, I had a look at his, the way he jumps and he's actually been jumping okay and they're just sort of taking hold from the gates and going back. But now when you've only got really what um, substantial and maybe the fortune teller kicking up and the rest are sort of midfield horses, it, it seems like the perfect opportunity, doesn't it? Just to go, we can work our way across, you know, jump well, work your way across, have a look and then either take it up or, or sit off sort of one or two. Mm. But I think you should be able to find a spot in the first three or four quite comfortably because you've got Charterhouse gets back, Skylab gets back Gravini misses the start, Outlandos um, is a stay. So there's four out of the the, the eight that are, that are basically, you know, back-of-the-field type horses anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, Tony from Narara. Oh, it's a turn-on when Davo likes a bet like this. I'm pushing all in. So uh, you're getting that listener excited, Davo, with uh, your top selection there. Excellent proposal.
2: Well, you've got to take a lot shorter price than you have been, as Darren said, you know, and that's always a, a bit of a query, but... I think he's just shown that last run. And even the first up run was a real eye-catcher too and maybe a bit flat second up, but the other two have been super. And I just think that the query today was the gate and now I know that they're they're looking at going forward. It's a, it's a big tick for me in a race with no speed because I think if you... I don't know, what, what do you guys think? When you line up those runs last time out, yeah, considering the run Gravini had an Excellent Proposal, mm. I think you can swap the runs. I think uh, Excellent Proposal is doing a better winning a lot easier than what Grabini did I think it was, was the better run in the race
0: yeah, I've, I've tipped Gravini on top, but I have to say I, I think I may have heard here, I submitted these tips a little bit too too early. Although they came through late Luke, no, I actually yeah. submitted them early if that makes sense. Late
1: last <laughs> night sitting in the Outbooks, technical issue punters, technical issue. You,
0: yes. Well,
1: you know what I think, it, it doesn't matter what I think because we can tell what you, you one listener's getting turned on on the text line well Darren's getting a bit aroused too over here about excellent proposal. He, he's got the pain of last start and this is just numbing the pain for you Flindell. I think you might just go again here
0: oh this has been on since i got here from hong kong
1: <laughs> yes exactly uh, he was not a bad horse up there too darren now i know his form tapered off at the end but he, he was mm. he's very good up there
0: well we see there's been a lot of these ex-hong kong horses i mean some horses just hate it up there yeah and um you know they, they come back here they've got a completely different training environment and um adam duggan at gosford's had a lot of success with with various uh, ex-Hong Kong horses as well. Yeah, I think it's just the new environment. A lot of them absolutely thrive on it. And the, and they come here because they weren't having success in Hong Kong. They've come right down in the ratings as well.
1: Gee, he was beautiful any- late, wasn't he, Davo, uh, last start, yeah. just watching it again. How does the weights measure up? He had 58 last start. Now he's got 60, so he's up two kilos. Grabini, uh, he had 53, he's got 56. So he makes him a kilo better off despite carrying... More
2: Yeah and he gets Down to the 58 too Which is Stanley again So you meet Oh him yeah
1: Actually you're right yeah. yeah So he
2: gets the Three kilo swing Massive um,
1: Massive swing Yeah
2: Is there anything worse Darren than Tiffa's remorse Like when you tip one And you're sitting there Before the race And you just think, Oh You know you have that Someone's had that clarity Just before a race And Yes you know, Absolutely You're like Gee, I'm on the wrong horse here Like Yeah I should be on this Instead it, it happens, it happens, and uh, there's nothing worse than sitting there prior and thinking, gee, oh. you just get that clarity sometimes and you think, oh, I want to be on this
1: other thing. Well, Davo, you're right. You've got to have, you've got to be fluid in this game. Things yeah. change. Things change um, race to race, moment to moment. Bias changes through the day. The wind's blowing south, then it's blowing north. Uh, you do have to adjust. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, the old tipper's remorse. <laughs> I tell you what, I have punter's remorse sometimes at the 600 too when I it's getting us all back, or it's th- three or four deep or something,
0: oh gee, I don't want to be on here Darren. <laughs> mm, yeah, you think what have I done, what have I done you yeah. just know your fate at the 600 you know, your cactus uh, guys,
1: couple more here, Adam from uh, Central Tilba good on you Adam, uh, what do you think of uh, You're Not The Boss race 3, 21 and 5 the place has you got a chance, uh, so that's the highway we or the midway I should say, we talk about it next, and he, uh, he's in form, Brad, but I think it's fair to say this is much harder. Can he make the jump here?
2: Well, I mean, it, it, it is definitely a, a bit of a, a jump, that's for sure. Um, but the horse is two from two. This preparation, and, and quite clearly going well for Mitch Beer, who's doing a, a good job out of his new Kemper Grange base there. Um, Tolima beat Tolima last time out. That form looks OK. That horse has sort of been around the marks, what, two and a half in a, in a Canberra Class One since, so it looks super strong, but it's in with 53 kilos. Uh, I just went with Run with the Tide. I just thought he gets the right sort of run here. He wasn't far off, um, you know, a horse uh, last time out step aside who's going to go around a short price favourite in, in a stronger race later on in the day. So, you know, he gets a, gets a good run with no weight on his back. He was the way I led. Tavs, he's got that good form on his home track. He just needs to bring that away, and horses like. For and and Byron, uh, Mr Ciccone, they're all sort of chances in, in a typical sort of open midway handicap. But look, I, again, at, at those sort of odds, I, I wouldn't talk you out of, but I think you, you'll probably get a little bit better price late if you wait with those sort, sort of horses that, that probably don't stack up as well on the ratings. Um, and, and sometimes the syndicates will take them on a, a little bit. Just looking, having a look at sort of the ratings of the, the two wins, you're probably two and a half, three lengths off what you need here. So... Um, would need to improve a bit, but winning and and you can continue to to win and and, and go through the ranks uh, if you are in form.
0: I reckon Mitch Beer's English teacher would be a little bit disappointed in Mitch for the spelling of the name here.
1: Yeah, it's meant to be apostrophe R E, isn't it, Darren?
0: Hmm. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Good trainer, Mitch. I think he's going to have a lot of success with this Kembler base, and uh, now he's going to have the option of coming to town in these midway races. So he's going to have a lot of success as time goes on. I'm not sure if this horse will be good enough to to win the race today. I was looking at two runners in particular, Tabs. I think there's a bit of upside with Tabs. Uh, He was set to win at Warwick Farm last time, and he he followed through and, and did the job and run with the tide, did his fair share of work last time and was just swamped. Uh, right on the post. I thought they were the, the two. Run with the tides, going to get the terrific run off the inside, drawing the the lightweight, but I'll be sticking with tabs. I've always had a bit of time for this three rolls, right? so 11 to beat 12.
1: OK. Uh, good one, Darren. Uh, this text is a, a good one from Dale. Morning, fellas. With no multi today, and Dale's right, no multi, guys. It's in recess until the new year. Uh, fellas, with no multi today, I'm going to create my own with your three best and my best. I'll lock in Union Army in the last. Can you please give me your best for a place? Happy New Year. Dale from Vic. Uh, Nice one, Dale. We'll do that before the end of the show, guys. I'll give you a bit of time to to come up with something The slot for Dale. I'll I'll go first, though. Dale, I think um, there's eight runners in race six. I can't see how Stonecoat misses a hole unless something goes wrong. Just with the lead he's going to get, the way he won first up last preparation... Uh, the three trials to, to get him ready. He's seventy the slot, mate. So I reckon race six, number one, Stone Coat is your, your play from as far as mine. Uh, I, I think he'll run a place for you. So you've got Union Army into Stone Coat to run a hole at the moment. And Darren, um, we'll give you a bit of time to come up with something, all right?
0: Uh, I'll just throw my best bet in, I guess, and leave it at that. Do it. Yeah, Rupert Tarr's going to be my best today. Race eight, number three. Love the way it trialled at Rose Hill a few weeks ago would have bounded to the front at about the 150. It just really looked good. So I reckon this has been primed to go first up by BN. Race 8, number 3.
1: Yeah, I like that, Darren. Uh, so Rupert tar the slot. Dave, you got something for Dale?
2: Yeah, I'll just go race 7, number 3. Excellent proposal to place. Um, that'll, that'll do me. If you want a place, if you want sort of one for a win, I'd probably take you to... Up there to Doombin and give you race seven at number three, Show Me Mercy. Uh, I thought probably looked the best of the, the day anyway. It's keen to take on Zephoria in that race. But, um, yeah, I think uh, easier to probably play the keep it at, at Randwick and go race seven, number three, excellent proposal to place.
1: Love it, Dover. There you go, Dale. Good luck with those. Um, by the way, Brad, uh, we digress for a moment. Show Me Mercy, um, of course, equal favourite at the moment for the three-year-old Guineas. At the Magic Millions I spoke to David Fowler earlier in the week And he suggested an all-in bet there Was worth doing before he raced today preempting that he would win uh, He does look a handy horse Is he, He's obviously the standout for Brisbane today for you, is he?
2: Yeah, I, I, I know David's quite keen on him today as well I was speaking to him on Queensland Radio just before I think the only little query is The fact that they're kind of predicting Armageddon up there in the next few hours So mm. just how how wet it actually gets, like he doesn't know. No, on wet ground, he's trialled well on sort of soft ground. So I think, you, you know, I, I always, with, with horses that haven't seen a wet track, I never mark them back. I think it's, I think I just treat them like they, you know, just, just sort of treat them normally because uh, they haven't been exposed to it and there's no reason they won't handle it. So I'm, I'm not saying no, but obviously if it does get really wet, you know, you do get a little query, taking from 230 when it's, if it becomes a real bog. So just be sort of mindful there but um, look I think he sets up really well because I think Zuforia is an easy horse to take on after sort of falling in there at, at Ramwick in a very slow rating race last time out and then you've got Christ Aor who just looks the typical you know get ready sort of run for Magic Millions obviously they want to win if they can but it just looks the the sort of the fitness run to, to peak up on Magic Means in a few weeks. So I just think he's the one up and going, gets the right run, and loved his late strength the other day. to, to suggest 1350 is ideal now. Do
0: you want to take that malt here? Uh, <clears throat> I just decided to do it myself there and see what price it would come up. $12.19. Beautiful,
1: right. Darren. So that's with um, just run us through the legs again, Darren. Uh, if you've uh, still so, got st- uh, so
0: Stone Coat, excellent proposal. Rupertar. And Dale from Vixpick uh, Union Army so twelve nineteen. Uh, guess what my multiplier was? Oh, 1.05. Yes, yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I should have genius. waited. I should have waited until I got to the track where you guaranteed the one one. Well, oh yes, that,
2: that was that. a nice nice text he just sent through. Darren, I'll just read it out on air. He just sent me a text Luke, saying that. With the multi missing this week, Darren's decided that anyone who wants to take that multi, he'll bump up the odds to 20 to 1. So if, if it gets up, just meet him at the old on later and he'll, uh, he'll be handing it
0: out. Uh, it's twelve 19. I'll have to round it down to 12. <laughs> <laughs>
1: love it, Dave. I love that. Um, oh, you, you copped a, a bit of heat here. Uh, Wiley Old Dog uh, is is worried uh he's he's putting a line through everything you said today davo hearing that you've got the man flu clearly he can't be focused clearly he's having a sook um so davo <laughs> can you give our listeners confidence that despite your ailments this week um all of your thoughts and all of your tips today will be with the normal level and will come with the normal level of excellence that we expect well,
2: well i can i guess proof will be in the pudding either the way won't it that uh I will to counteract that. I will say I probably spent longer on the form because I've got nothing else to do. So oh. at nine o'clock at night, when I'm normally uh, up on the couch watching uh, Netflix with my lovely wife, I'm down here uh, still, still pouring still through the grinding. Form, so. okay, so, uh,
1: well, to that listener, wily old dog. Um Give us another text. Let us know now if you've been put at ease, if you're, you're happy with that from Davidson, that he, he has done the hard yards. Clearly he's been just grinding. He's, he's down there on his own. Picture this, guys, if you're just joining us. Brad Davidson, he's been a little bit unwell this week. He's in the bottom half of his house. Uh, he hasn't left the room for how many days, Davo?
2: Five days now, yeah. Five days? <laughs> the old cold, cold shower with the garden hose yesterday. In the Stop back it. Yard, so that was fun. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. You, now you're
1: geeing up. Are you serious? No, that, you... Was, that, was, that was true. So is this a personal decision? You you care that yeah. much about the lovely better half that you don't want to be up there spreading the germs, that you're hosing yourself with the garden hose as opposed to having a warm shower upstairs? Yeah, my
2: wife's immunocompromised, so I need to... Need to uh, need to put her health first. What a I man! Never that, so. There
1: you go. Now to all yeah. the blokes out there who are whinging about going to IKEA today or <laughs> going to the shops uh, and helping with the shopping. Here's a man who is dead set, <laughs> sacrificing it all, sacrificing his comfort, everything, for his better half. So if you're off to IKEA today and you're feeling a bit flat, just pull yourself together. Take take a bit of Brad Davidson out of the out of the playbook. Um, that's a great performance, Dave. <laughs> great work, mate. <laughs> Darren, what what lengths he's gone to! Very proud of our man here.
0: Yeah, I have to say that's uh, that's very very noble. Really, um, would have thought uh, you know you could wear the a garden mask or something it. up there, or yeah, <laughs> the <garden laughs> maybe just, just boil
1: well, the kettle and bring it down for Davo or something. Give it a hot water bucket or something. The, the garden knows. Yeah, it's yeah. I wonder well, if he'd be do,
2: guys we supposed to have. Yeah, Kelsey's family up for Christmas, and I kind of me getting COVID's kind of put that to a bit of a, a fizzer. So uh, it's probably the least I could do, to be honest. So uh, anyway, I wonder uh, if you'd be
0: that accommodating though if the month was June or July. Yeah, oh, be I can't. So. I'd be struggling. I'd,
3: I'd struggle with COVID.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Morning, boys. Sounds like Davo's in Long Bay. Yeah, that from that listener. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Leighton from Manly. Um, I can't read that one. I'm sorry, Leighton, but that, that's pretty funny. Um, Luke, let Darren know that discombobulate, uh, that is how us losing punters feel at the end of a losing day on the punt. By the way, mm. meaning of discombobulate, to confuse someone or make someone feel uncomfortable. That from Dan giving us an English lesson there on the, the text line. Darren, which we appreciate.
0: Yeah, it's a word I throw out there every now and then when I just don't know con- what to do. A bit confused, don't know <laughs> yes. what's happening. Yes, that's right. You've got the fog and you can't make a decision.
1: Yeah, Davo, Australian of the Year from one listener. And then um, contrary to that, Newman, grow a pair, Davo. So <laughs> not unusual that uh, behind the gates divides opinion uh, on the airwaves. Guys, race one. These two-year-olds, uh, Parkour just continues to trim up all the time here, Davo. He's now $2.70. Oh, I think he's a nice horse, and I interviewed James Cummings this morning, and his exact quote was something along the lines of, uh, and I am paraphrasing here, so it's not his exact quote, but he said something like, um, I think he's a sleeping giant for us, uh, sort of suggesting that we haven't seen the best of this guy yet.
2: Yeah, I, it's fair to say, just before I get on to him, I think those last two texts just sum up behind the gates, doesn't it? Yes. We love it, we love praise, we love criticism, that's what it's all about. Something a bit different and a bit of fun and a bit of laugh and banter. Uh, Parkour, I agree, I think he was good there the other day. Normally that Ballarat Magic Means race is a race to avoid like the plague every year, like it's just terrible time and you just do not want to go near it from an actual Gold Coast Magic Means perspective, but this year it actually had some substance on the clock and I thought this horse was terrific getting back and hitting the line like he did. And um, Look, he's drawn wide again, so do they sort of go back and and take their medicine once more or do they sort of have a go and and try to get him in the race? I'm not sure which way they'll play that, but um, I think he's definitely got a little bit of substance about him and I think it is a race this year, that Ballarat Magic Means race, where you can trust it a bit more and, you know, it's hard to line up your your dark arts and your commanding artists who both look stylish, look well-bred colts as well and look ready to go in Sacred Fort with the English nursery form. So, tricky little race, but um, parkour, I think Jamie Carr coming up and riding as well is also uh, a bit of a push in itself.
0: Yeah, I took that lead uh, with Jamie Carr booked on parkour and to think uh, it came from last to run second and the last 600 metres was 33.28, so it's run sub-33 home. Yeah, I was happy to go with parkour, winning the first, but I, I do like Sacred Fort a lot. I, I I don't know what to make of the English Nursery yet, but I thought Sacred Fort's run was really good there, one that's going to appreciate the, the 1,200 metres. That was 1,000 metres, the English Nursery, and it was only just starting to warm up when it was all over. So I might be looking at a Quinella there between parkour and Sacred Fort or or an Exacta
1: you nice one, Darren. Um, Listener text here wanted to know our thoughts on race number five, guys. Uh, so we've done the two-year-old the first. We go to race five next. Dream uh, Naval College, $2, in fact, $3.30, Darren. Um,
0: what's your read here? Looks the right race for it. I think Annabelle's tipping it up uh, today here over the 2,000 metres. Was always going to need that first up run over the mile. So uh, Naval College I've got on the short list. Quite like Miss Uella uh, a little bit. I thought this American mayor ran really well at Kembla on on Gong Day. That's the only run she's had this preparation. But that was a benchmark eighty-eight, running third to King of the Castle. And I thought there was enough in that. Now they've that had more time to to get the work into her. Uh, her, her mile form in America was quite solid. So I've got Miss on top there of Naval College. And Dream Flight hasn't uh, achieved anything in Australia as yet. But that last run was much, much better. Admittedly, it was a, a 78 race and it's back to 88 today. But when Kapakiri got to it, Dream Flight showed a lot of fight there on the inside. So maybe he's finally turned the corner. Um, so Missuella, Dream Flight, Naval College, they were the three main ones I was focusing on.
1: This text just in Kabosh in the same race uh, Guys Has he got any hope Dave oh, I wouldn't say I've given up On him completely But oh, He's got to win me over Again
2: He's a hard horse to catch Isn't he That's for sure So I mean he, His best is Sort of thereabouts And That type of race um, look, I, I've stayed with Touristic i I take Darren's points with Naval College. I just little query on whether he wants one more maybe. I thought he was solid the other day, but I I didn't think he probably warranted to be that short just simply because he's only second up into the prep and uh, maybe he still wants sort of third, fourth up. That was my only little query. I thought Touristic was a bit of a forgive at Kembler on the wet track. It was one of those days where in some races it was a little bit hard to make ground. So he gets the firming track today and he comes up with a bit of a sticky draw, sure, but he gets the right sort of run. I thought he... Probably should be favourite, um, but I think Drake Flight's got a great chance. Um, Darren's made the case for Missuella and Deficit or make his own. his own worst enemy, and then he gets back. But he does have a good turn of foot. So tricky little race. Those sort of two thousand twenty-four meter races, do they're hard to decipher sometimes because mm. you think you've got the form worked out, and then they're so inconsistent that one bobs up and one doesn't. You know, turn up on the day, and you, they're just so so. They're just not. Anywhere near as consistent as our sprinters, I find our staying horses. Maybe that's the tempo and over racing and things like that, or maybe it's that level of ability of stays versus sprinters in Australia.
0: Yeah, I find it, it's it gets exhausting doing the form on them because you think you're on top of it, mm. and then the races run, you think, "Well, I, I just didn't see that happening." <laughs> um, <laughs> what a great <laughs> uh, it's a great endorsement this for our analysis, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, that, I'm not opposed to touristic either. I was no. with it at Kembla that day, and I understand it was very difficult making ground in those early races uh, on the card. So, yeah, touristic would be going in. Uh, well, if it was a leg, it would be going in. I'm all kiboshed out. Yeah. I, won't be, I won't be putting it in.
3: <laughs>
1: it's all kiboshed out. Um, quick one here from Nigel. I there's Bomaria in the highway, JLW. Uh, I guess over to you to answer that, Darren.
0: I think so. Yeah, that's really, really sharp out of the gates, and uh, and just kept on going. is uh, such a big lead, I'll definitely be sticking with Bemaria. Uh,
1: just got to run twelve hundred, David.
2: Yeah, that's a little weary isn't it? And I just thought, oh, I didn't. I probably I undernapped and end up on Gallant Star, but he's going to need luck from the gate. But he's your definite twelve hundred meter horse. He's crying out for it. Where she's got to see out that trip, but. I think you could go either way there. I think King Rupert's the other one there with the form around Gallant Star. His last run at Scombe was terrific as well. So he's uh, not hopeless if you're looking
1: for one. It's sort of 10 to 1. Sonote's got a mention on the text line as well. Good luck to that listener who found it at big odds um, in the race. Um, funny one from Dan. Um, <laughs> I'd have COVID as well if my in laws were coming to stay uh, <laughs> oh, at my oh. house. That's a bit rough, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a bit rough from down there on the on the text line. Another text. Anything exciting happening in Davo's wildlife adventures lately? Well, no, because he's been locked indoors. A little one. What was that, Davo? Uh,
2: last Saturday, I was in my in my man cave, and I was doing my doing my form. And next minute, I will turn around, I will lift the feet up. I had a mouse running straight at me, and then <laughs> and then at about nine thirty, I do the Queensland preview and. The next minute, my cat and a lizard are taking you know taking each other on in the uh, in the man cave. So I've had to between races they read the market out. So between there, I put it on loudspeaker, run over, picked up the old big lizard with a uh, with paper towel, run outside, thrown it in the old garden to let him let him go, and then run back and just got back before it was time to do the next election. So
1: There you go. Ask and you shall receive to our oh, audience. Yeah. The, the chronicles continue, Darren.
0: Oh, it's almost like the great David Fowler story calling a, calling a trot race at Albion Park when uh, a possum invaded his box.
1: Oh, that was a cracker. Nick, find that before oh, the oh end of the wait. show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play that to go out this morning. It's still oh, one of the oh, greats, Darren, isn't it? Oh, really?
0: <laughs> if, if we've got that on file, yes, that'd be a great way to sign off yeah, on
1: Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, uh, we'll do it at the end, Nick. That'll be gold. Um, but what we do have to do, mate, if you've got it ready, is
0: Crow.
2: On Racing HQ. Hey,
1: it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late.
3: Don't worry, don't worry. cause it's never too early.
0: The early crow.
1: <laughs> uh, Davo, uh, you're usually good for a crow, but I'm tipping you wouldn't sound the same with the, the dreaded Rona at the <laughs> moment.
2: I did, I did do one, but it was that soft that you probably didn't hear it.
1: It was late too. I, it was very late, Davo. Uh, last week, I'll go first. Um, Frosty rocks. He'd run. Last, last, last. I suggested that he would improve after his <laughs> after his jumping.
0: <laughs>
1: What's happened, Darren? Where,
0: where did he finish?
1: Well, he beat three home. <laughs> he beat th- Yes, yeah. he was
0: staggering at the hundred. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> Darren, he, did he improve or did he not improve? <clears throat> I I said that was my crow that Frosty Rocks would improve after the jumping, and well, he was. He was looking all right at uh, at the 300.
0: Mm. And then at the 100, Gonzo.
1: So what? Are you giving it to me or not? He ran, seven of, he ran seventh of ten, beating four lengths. He'd run last, last, last in the lead-up. And Nick's giving what it to mean, him. Oh, another let's, tick.
2: Let's, let's take the emotion out of this and let's go to the data and what the data says. Yes, for. please, Brad. Use the ratings to win, and the ratings to win give him an 83 points. Uh, two-star ea yeah, and an 85.6 last start. So technically, he did improve <laughs>
1: length. He, he didn't or did improve? He did improve He length. did improve. There you go, Darren. Eat that, Flindell. Cop that. How much did you win out of that? Not, nothing. I didn't back him. I just... <laughs> <laughs> right, It was, okay. was a fleeting moment, though, at the top
2: of the straight.
1: Well, I thought he was actually going to win. Mate, he, he was... I mean, look, let's be honest, okay? I've had my fun now. The mad leader's track helped. I reckon if it was a fair track, probably mm. run <laughs> he probably runs last.
0: But it's he's... funny when I was filling when I when I uh, put my quaddy on, uh, oh, I've got to I've got to put this in now, haven't I?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Well, Darren, he's still in front of the at the one fifty, even one twenty five. He's still in front, mighty frosty. Oh,
0: well, you'd better back up next time, and if all, there is a next time.
1: And to all the haters who uh, said I was going to retire him last week, well, he's um, he's ready to roll still. Uh, I think he's got a bit more left in him, uh, the mighty Frosty Rock. So that was my Crow last week. Darren, how'd you go?
0: No good. I was um, talking up Craig Williams, would bright, a few winners, and could be a bet there in the jockey challenge. Uh, that didn't eventuate. Yeah, you stopped. So him. that's a big no.
1: Yeah, you stopped him, Flindell. What about you, Davo?
2: Well, I'm probably making it a bit too confusing, and I? I, I I went uh, straight charge. I had it on top, but I said I think you'll get a dollar eighty late, and start a dollar sixty. But I said the second part of it was, I think Stormboy will be more impressive up in Queensland, and it will be uh, still be your Magic Millions favourite by the end of the day. And he's three dollars versus three dollars fifty straight charge. So maybe got a half ride, right, but he didn't drift out to a dollar eighty. Drifted to dollar sixty and stayed there.
0: I think. Uh I think, I'm trying to recall, I reckon he got to about 175 on the he NOP. Turned, the drift was starting, and, then it, and it got to a certain point, and then, bangs back in again. Uh, and aggressively back to in the last five minutes. Another cryptic
1: crow last week from our man, uh, <laughs> Davidson. Uh, what about this week, Davo? What have you got for us?
2: Well, I must admit, I've, in, my, in my COVID days, I've, uh, I've, I'm, I'm sort of scrambling here. I've just completely... Forgot about it until even just we're talking about it right well, then. Not do, you me, do you want to go last? Do you want to go last?
1: We'll give you a couple but, of minutes.
2: Uh, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll go. Right. I'm actually going to go to Doombin, and I'm going to say I can't really just call it the risk of the day. It's dollars, right? But I, I think zoophoria will drift significantly in race seven, and I'll say it'll miss a place, right? Because that's well, going to be about even money to place. I can't really say it's going to lose a six to one. That's a bit. That's a bit safe. So All I'll right. say Zephyria to miss a place in the in the Vowro plate.
1: I like it, mate. Uh, well played. Flindell?
0: I'll go... The connections of Dollar Magic will be putting their hands out for another cheque worth 29000 today. Oh, Dollar Magic to run second again.
1: Oh, stop it, Darren. <laughs> I love that. How many in a row has, has the Great Mayor won? Um, uh, there's been five. Five in or a row. six. And, and like you said, even in the call
0: last night, 29000 running second that, that's not bad is it? Oh and I look there's there's only three of them in the ownership as well, so they're doing really, really well. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So. And one including the trainer, Scott Singleton. Yeah, Scott's
1: Singleton, you know, he'd be happy. Um, and this is the the great part about metropolitan racing in Sydney. If you've got a horse good enough to compete at this level Davo, it's it's pretty fruitful with the return.
2: Oh, 100%, particularly at the moment where this time of year it's such a, such a busy time where there's so many options so you, you get these smaller fields and you get these really good opportunities. Um, today, you know, there's, there's a few fields of eight where you know, you're going to run even six or seven and pick up good prize money. So, yeah, it's, it's, the prize money levels are uh, really good and, um, yeah, if you get one that's good enough to be in the city, you'll be uh, getting plenty of prize money, that's for sure.
1: Mine is parkour to announce himself as a, a Magic Millions prospect. I think he'll win the first, guys. Um, so he's mine for
0: this week. Are you taking some of the $17 now for the millions? I haven't. I'll consider no. it. I tell you what, I,
1: just... I haven't had an all-in bet for all year. There you go, guys. 2023, mm-hmm. I have not had one single all-in bet. I just um, I barred it. And it takes yes. a, it takes a premium for me to get involved because too much goes wrong, Darren. You need too much luck, no. and yes, you could you could fire five bullets or you could fire ten bullets and hit the board once, uh, but a lot of the time you don't even get to the barriers.
0: Uh, the morning, amazing eagle trailed at Rose Hill, and um, and ran very quick time. I thought, oh. Just have a look here. What price is this for the millions? And there was a hundred dollars available. I thought, well, I better throw twenty on that. And then, as the day progressed, it just got shorter and shorter off one trial. Mm-hmm. And then it went into about eleven dollars by the end of the day. I thought, well, this is not bad, is it? Just throwing twenty on this at a hundred. Got to the races and did very little. Oh, yeah. So unlike so you, I'm like I'm you going
2: I'm... Wrong now, guys. We're really. I've got to be sort of 26 to 1 plus to be sort of wagering on those futures markets because, as you said, there's so much that can go wrong. And you know, I think, I think when you find those, you know, you look at learning to fly and horses like that, they went up 100s in the golden slipper the year that obviously it all went awry for her in the slipper. But, um, mm. you know, started $5. Sometimes you do get those big ones at 100s and 50s and, and they're the ones that, that I quite enjoy because, you don't have that much on. And also you have that enjoyment for the next, however long of the journey until the actual race. So um, yeah, I, I like finding, finding them at longer odds and just having a little little crack at sort of 26 to one plus, but that's generally my sort of, my price point now, it's gonna be 26 to one plus.
0: It's funny when Storm Boy won the first at Rose Hill that day and I was with you guys, I think I was asking Hurls, is that market out yet for the Magic Millions? Uh, mm. And he said, no, not yet. Then I went downstairs and did the TV with Tim Ryan, and I said, when are you putting this uh, Magic Millions market up? He says, Monday. I said, well, that's going to be too late. I want one now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're For too, Storm Boy. They're too smart, Darren. They're too oh,
0: smart. Yeah. They're, like, they probably would have went up $26 Storm Boy, and that would have been takeable at yeah. the time. Uh, boys, uh, I'll leave us with this one. Uh, crackers the
1: Great in Albury. Morning, Darren. Um, Darren the Great, he said. Uh, "Marlo." <laughs> oh, here we go. Now I, now I see it. <laughs> oh, here we go. So he goes... Uh, Morning, Darren the Great, Marlow the Magnificent and Davo the Animal King. Uh, Since there is no multi, I have used your panel's wisdom and built my own. Run with the Tide, House of Cards, Touristic and Stone Coat, all up to run top three, $12.53, max bet $25. Giddy up, boys. Crackers the Great in Albury. Good on you, Crackers, and and good luck with that one. Darren the Great, it's been a pleasure in 2023, mate, uh, on Behind the Gates. Um, Been a lot of fun, and we'll do it all again next year.
0: Next year, yes. uh, What are we... The 30th today, yep, Uh, Canterbury Monday, and then we're back again for, for the January 6th show. Focusing on Rambic again.
1: Yeah, look forward to it, mate. Gee, that was like pulling teeth. That little summary there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm hopeless at this time of the year. I just
1: you don't know where you are. I don't
0: know. I don't know what day of the week it is.
1: Yeah, well, Saturday the thirtieth, mate. Two days left of 2023. Any New Year's Eve celebrations? You'll have to keep it pretty quiet with Canterbury, I suppose.
0: It will be a little bit quieter. I see the first is at 2:40, so um, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be a medium type at night.
1: <laughs> I love that, mate. Good calling today. Cheers, <laughs> thanks, guys. There's Darren Findell, uh, Brad Davidson, thanks for the fun in 2023 on this show, mate.
2: Yeah, it's been great. Uh, thanks to Nick as well to put together that little package last week. Uh, you know, you kind of forget, don't you, all the little funny moments along the time. And I'm really proud of what we've sort of built here, to be honest, with the behind the gates. I, I think it's something, a point of difference and, and good fun. And, um, yeah, Happy New Year to everyone who's listened along the journey and look forward to, to 2024 and, uh, yeah, just continuing on and, and trying to sort of Make this a show a success, and look—it's one of the it's one of the highlights of the week for, for me. I really look forward to it. I know Hills thinks the same, and Darren, and, and yourself.
1: Absolutely, mate! Great job, uh, and good luck. Hope there's many winners to close out 2023 today, and a stack in 2024.
2: Yeah, and if there's any uh, anyone who wants to come and join the old New Year's Eve for one party at the bunker, just let me know, and I'll uh, take distance
1: <laughs> around uh, the, the courtyard. Oh, I, I we'll be inundated with requests, Dave. have a good day. Thank you. There's Brad Davidson. Behind the Gates will be back next year, which is next week, and uh, the Behind the Gates multi will return soon as well. Um, it's in recess at the moment. It'll be back in the new year. But as promised, oh, there's a possum in the box. Uh, David Fowler at Albion Park. This is how many years ago? Ten or so? Twenty twenty ten. 10. There you go, 13 years ago. This is David Fowler calling a race at the Albion Park trots, and he was accompanied by a possum which invaded his personal space.
3: The head held low, uh, moves to its wheel. Third, the leader's back. Soho Aphrodite, one by one, as they go to the turn out of the straight. Uh, There's a possum in the box, can you believe it? I've never seen this in my life. Get rid of it, quickly. Oh! Down the back straight they go, 700 left to run. And the leader, it was Lady Erica Lombo, shows the way. Second, the outside, is she's all attitude. Soho Aphrodite is third. 1-1 1-1 is Miss Worthy Whitby, then Talk of Life, Free as losing touch. Second last was Queen of Hearts Lombo, and last of all, as they head down the back straight, was Lombo Little Charmer. Shut the door. At the 400 metres, she's a latitude, going great guns. 31-5 the second quarter, a brisk 28-1. The third split as they run to the turn, she's all attitudes in front. I know you think I'm joking, but I'm not. There was a possum in the box. At the turn, she's all attitude leads. Miss Worthy Whitby is trying to close. They'll fight it out. They're out by four lengths to talk of life. In the straight, though, she's all attitude in front being nursed by Brown. Miss Worthy Whitby's now run her race. Good go for third. Queen of Hearts Lombo charging home. But in the drive to the line, she's a latitude. Bolted in. Big Miss Worthy Whitby. Third over the line. Queen of Hearts Lombo.